This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Equity Mike. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Equity. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in 45 minutes or less. We break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How's it going, bro? I'm very good, Bryce. Excited to be with you for another episode. We have pumped out a lot of expert investor episodes lately, which has been great. We've had some great guests. Yes. But now it's just the two of us again. (laughs) Jeez. Bit weird in the studio. Yeah, one on one. <laughs> no. So, as we said, we've got a few things planned for the Monday episodes, and this episode is a bit of a back to the basics. Yep. We have a lot of stuff coming through all of our channels regarding the community members starting their investing journey and wanting to know what is the best broker to get started with. Of course, there are many brokers out there with many different offerings. Yeah, there's obviously many brokers out there because if there was only one, it wouldn't be a question that we got. (laughs) That would be a super easy episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's been a lot of interest in markets lately, obviously with everything that's going on, and there's a lot of new people in the Equity Mates community, but there's also a lot of people in the community that are probably a little bit confused by all the options out there, and so we thought, get back to basics. This will definitely stimulate some debate in the community because people definitely want to agree with everything we say in this episode in terms of what brokers write, but that's kind of the point in a way. So well, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, I'm going to say we're not going to say which brokers are the best. We're just going to try and frame the brokers to particular investor styles that may suit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's different brokers that are right for different people who want different things, but more importantly, who invest in different ways. So we're going to try and scratch the surface of this broker is the best and go go a step deeper and say, if this is you, this might be the brokers that you want to check out. None of it's sponsored. It's all just our opinions. Importantly, it's our opinions. So, yeah. So, Ren, for those that have just joined the show, this is the first episode they've ever come across and they have no idea what a broker is. Let's uh, go back to basics and pardon the jargon and explain the key term being broker. What is it? So it is basically the person or platform that buys and sells shares on your behalf. So if I want to buy a share, I don't call up someone that owns it and ask to buy it from them. Unless we have serious cash and we're looking to buy serious positions, 
we do it through a platform. And then that goes into the market and matches a buyer or a seller and gets us the shares or sells the shares for us. Nice. So one thing that we also want to call out is that sometimes it it sounds like people feel like they need to choose the best broker at the time and that's going to be it. I think our comment to that, Ren, would be that there is no need to A, lock into a broker. We'll get to that in in a second. It doesn't cost anything to sign up to brokers. You can play the field a bit, go in, understand what it's all about and then make your decision. And if things change, you can change. It's like Bryce's Tinder profile, you know? He's always got uh, <laughs> multiple options at any one time. This is not true. <laughs> not no, true. I think, yeah, you're right. Like with super, you want to have one super fund and you want to make the right decision because if you have multiple super funds, you're paying multiple sets of fees. And so that decision is more like, I need to make a choice. What's going to be the right decision? The great thing with brokers is that you can play the field a bit and it's very easy to change these days and it's very easy to sign up to new brokers. So the biggest takeaway from my personal investing experience and I think that people can remind themselves when they're making this choice is don't let perfection be the enemy of the good here. The most important thing is that you're getting into the market, starting your investing journey, learning what works for you in terms of investing and what works for you in terms of what broker you want. You don't have to hit it out of the park the first time. You're not married to your broker the minute you sign up and it doesn't cost you anything to, to leave them. So yeah, don't let perfection be the enemy of the good. Play the field just like Bryce does. Um, <laughs> not and, true. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, be willing to change if you're not happy or you want to try something new. So there's a lot happening in this space at the moment. You've probably picked up over uh, the last few episodes. We've had partnership with eToro and we've got a number of new players coming into this space, which is great for us as retail investors, the more competition, the better. There's probably four ways that you can frame brokers. First is obviously your full service. You give them a call, you pay them a fee each month or year, and they really help you out with stock picks and all that sort of stuff. But they're not for us. Yeah, the personal touch is a little too expensive for us at this point, but I'm going to say forever probably for us. Yeah, I don't think we will ever need it. So we're not going to be discussing them today. What we will be talking about are the brokers that are generally attached to to the banks, the big banks. Then there are your online-only brokers and platforms. And then, of course, there's the micro-investing brokers, I guess, that give you access to stocks in a different way. So... Before we crack into that, there are a number of themes that we're kind of seeing coming through this space at the moment around social engagement. Obviously, low fees are becoming important. Hate hate the fact that social engagement is first, but it is what it is. I mean, it doesn't have to be first. It's just how how we. (laughs) Well, you made the list and you put it first. (laughs) I think it's one of. I think it's one of the newest trends that is that is coming through, as we'll discuss in a bit. Obviously, information is very important when it comes to brokers, as well as access to different asset classes. Anything from your point of view, Ren? No, I think they're the main ones: fees, social engagement, the information you get, and with information it's also the education and support that that comes with it and then finally the asset classes and the markets that you can access so what you can actually buy through the broker now we have answered this question a number of times on the show so apologies for repeating ourselves if you have listened from episode one but for those Mate, that we have just repeat joined... ourselves in every interview with the same <laughs> questions <laughs> we, True. we could be repetition mates. <laughs> so ren what brokers do you use and why To extend the analogy of Bryce playing the field, I have three different brokers that I'm signed up to and hold shares in. And for me, they sort of all engaged at different points in my investing journey. So 
I started with Comsec, and that's because I was a loyal Commonwealth Bank customer from the time of my first Dolomites account. They got me while I was young, and they've kept me. And so when I wanted to start investing, the easiest way to do it was just to extend my banking services into investing. So I have a Comsec account. The earliest shares I ever owned were in the Comsec account, and I still use them from time to time, but I also just hold those existing shares with them. Along the journey, we started Equity Mates, Stake launched in Australia. I wanted to access the US. Stake offered a cheaper and easier alternative to access the US market than Comsec did. So I signed up with Stake and I have US shares with Stake. Then a bit later on, I found out about IG. IG offers more markets than Stakes. It offers lower brokerage than Comsec. And so I also have holdings through IG. And it's not like I moved on from one to the other to the other. Depending on what I want to buy, I make a decision about what I, you know, what, what I think is going to be best. So yeah, they're the three that I have. What about you? What about a broker is important to you? Fees. That's and it. fees and the markets I can access are the two most important things. This is personally for me. So you know my feelings about social media, aside yep. from the equity mates community that we've built on social media. I I'm not one for the, the massive social engagement. That doesn't really interest me that much. In terms of the information, I think I'm not too worried about that. There's plenty of sources of information out there. So for me, getting the access to markets, access to the US markets, access to European markets, and obviously Australia as well is really important, and then doing it at the lowest possible cost. Nice. Well, I guess that's why we're equity mates, because everything that you said really applies to me as well. Comsec. You love the social stuff. I like the brokers, but I don't engage in the social activities. I don't get on there and yo, you're, Mr. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a lurker. You're a brokerage platform lurker. Yeah. I have a Comsec, which is holding, but I don't trade through it anymore. It's just sitting there with some stocks in there. I've got IG, which I don't trade through anymore as well, but I still have the, the platform. So you're just paying a $50 a quarter fee? No, because if you don't have any open positions, you don't have to pay the 50 Oh, so you don't hold any stocks no, through there? No, oh, okay. I've still got it open. Did hold stocks through, but when that $50 fee came in, I changed out. There you go, IJ. You just lost a customer. I know. So rethink your $50 fee. And the big one I trade <laughs> with at the moment is Self Wealth and, and Stake. They're my two, two main ones that I trade with. Nice um, one. So let's get stuck into it, Ren. As we said at the top, we've identified sort of some investor types, I guess, that are coming through the community. And so we thought we'd apply them to some of the brokers that might be applicable. So the first well, one... Well, hold on. Before we do, what we're about to say... People will be listening and being like, I think they're wrong about this. I think, Why? you know, we'll say the lowest that I want to buy stocks at the lowest possible cost as, as one sort of characteristic. And we'll, we'll say what we think and people will be listening being like, I think that's wrong. But you can't, um, you can't argue against the literal brokerage. Fee. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's a bad example <laughs> because brokerage is just a dollar amount. Yeah. But even, even with brokerage, like IG for me is cheaper than self-wealth because it's $8 a trade or $5 if I do three trades in a month. But for people who are not trading as frequently of or course. not buying as frequently, then yeah. it, it, the $50 fee comes into play and of then course. potentially self-wealth is cheaper. So even there, there's a bit of debate. Yeah. But for me, that is the point. Mm. For me, the point is there's no clear answer to a lot of these questions. And that is why it's important to remember that this decision isn't the be-all and end-all. Don't let perfection be the enemy of the good, all of that stuff that we sort of started the show with. 
the fact that there's debate means for a lot of these categories, there's a, a number that are all pretty close to each other. They're all competing for the same type of investor. They're all trying to have the same strong point, be it cost, be it information, whatever it is. And so the fact that people may disagree with where we land on these things is a point for why you should just get started. Mm. Yeah. So the first one, Ren, is... I want to buy stocks as cheap as possible. Pretty classic question that always comes through. So if we look at the Aussie market, got a number of pretty good brokers that are competing with each other. Funnily enough, they're all the online big boys. So you've got obviously Ren uses IG. IG come in with, to what you said, Ren, brokerage at $8 if you are trading less than three times a month. If you trade more than three times a month, brokerage is five bucks. You do need to consider that they charge a $50 subscription fee if you trade less than three times per quarter, something that you need to consider. As well, CMC, pretty good. They come in at 11 bucks and Saxo Markets. Now, this is an interesting one, Ren. Saxo Markets offer $6.99 brokerage, but that's if you take the custodian option. Do you want to explain that? Does it matter? Not really. <laughs> I mean, how deep do we want to go here? If you chess sponsor, then it's held in your name. If it's custodian, then it's the broker is holding it or the company sitting behind the broker is holding it on your behalf. Yeah. Chess sponsored is safer, I guess. If if the broker goes belly up, those stocks are yours. If it's custodian, it becomes a little bit more difficult. But most of the online only players are custodian not all of them but like especially if you're looking at the u.s there's no chess sponsorship in yeah the US. it's becoming more common now this custodian thing so they're coming in at 6.99 saxo so pretty cheap there for the custodian model chess is 14.90 per trade and then of course self-wealth all of these companies other than self-wealth usually have a trade limit for these prices if you then trade above a certain limit the, the brokerage changes generally to a percentage but self-wealth coming in and saying 950 flat regardless of the size of your trade so Obviously, if you're trading in the sort of tens of thousands, it becomes very cheap. Yeah, yeah. So, that that's for Australia. Now, also in Australia, and this is where like the debate really kicks off. Like, if you're, if you're just looking to buy ATFs, then the micro-investing apps, your uh, Comsec Pocket, your Vanguard and your Spaceship give you a really low cost to trade. And then also now the banks are getting their lunch eaten by the online players. So, they're trying to get cheaper as well. So, now... Comsec offer what nine ninety five if the trade's below a thousand dollars, so they're trying to play in that space as well. So yeah, there's a lot of trades that sit between the sort of eight and twelve dollar a trade mark if you want to buy actual stocks. Micro investing is gives you a lower cost to trade, but really restricts your options. So if this person wants to actually buy stocks, they're probably not those micro investing apps probably aren't there. Yeah, but I think I think for me the long and the short of it is. If you want to buy Australian shares, there's a number of options that sit around that 8 to $12 cost to trade. Yeah, and we'll cover some of the advantages of thinking just beyond the price a little later. If you're looking internationally, Ren, if we talk specifically US... This is a little easier. Yeah, yeah. we've obviously got stake that are coming in at zero commission on trades, but you absolutely need to consider the fact that they have an exchange rate of 0.7% when you transfer across, and there are also couple of other fees when uh, you set up your account. Equally, eToro for Australian investors are also doing 0% commission on their US stocks. So, a great sort of competition going on there. You can access 
international stocks through the major players. But if you look at Combank, for example, they charge 1995 USD. So it starts to become pretty ridiculous in terms of brokerage when you're looking at other brokers. So <laughs> Suncorp, $69. Jeez. US? <laughs> for, for inter- no, so oh, that's okay. 69 for international. US only, they charge 24.95, but it, it gets a bit ridiculous. So I would certainly look out for the brokers that specialize in international markets for the US if you're looking to get into those sort of stocks. Yeah, yeah. And then like if you want to go to Europe and stuff like that, do a bit of research. Oh, actually, we sorry, we should have plugged this earlier. Bryce has done a lot of the legwork for the Equitymates community and pulled out all of these details that we're going to talk about and look at today. We're not just going to read his spreadsheet out, but <laughs> we are going to publish his spreadsheet on our website. So, equitymates.com slash brokers um, if you want to actually look line by line, yeah. column by column and see all of these all of these actual details that we're talking about. So if you want to if you want to look at what's the cheapest way for an Australian to buy UK shares or German shares, we're not going to go too deep now, but you can go to equitymates.com slash brokers. Get a load of this though. Outside of the UK, if you wanted to invest in the European market, Westpac charge USD $115. What? (laughs) Westpac, come back to us. (laughs) Unless, yeah, unless I've just got that completely wrong, but that was on their um, brokerage and fees. So the UK, they charge $57.95. But anyway, let's not read out the spreadsheet. so, So when we said don't let perfection be the enemy of the good, if you're trading international shares with Westpac, you're not even in the good range. You're in the <laughs> yeah, bad range. You need to sort it and out. Sort, yeah, yeah. sort it out. <laughs> so the next kind of category we uh, see come through, Ren, is I want to buy stocks in Australia and internationally. Now, we've kind of just spoken about the fact that you don't need to have one broker to do both. There are a number of brokers, though, that do certainly offer huge range of markets that you probably can. Yep. Saxo being one. Saxo, from our research, offers the most markets in Australia for Australian investors. They offer access to 36 markets through their platform. Yeah. Runner-up in this category was the big four banks that offer 26 markets, yeah. all of them. Yeah. I imagine they're the same 26. Just in terms of pure access to markets, those are the biggest names. But obviously, as Bryce correctly pointed out one of those big four banks literally take your arm and your leg like literally come to your house and chop the arm and the leg off if you want to trade in so think about ways in which you can probably access those markets in a cheaper trade which would most likely be through some etfs so yeah look a lot of options though it's certainly becoming easier to pick and choose which markets you want to be able to buy equities in the next one ren i want a dollar cost average this is really uh this is really important do you want to explain the term before we get into it sure so dollar cost averaging is where you take the same amount of cash and invest that at a consistent uh cadence or period of time and by doing so you smooth out the average price at which you buy the stock. What this does is reduce your risk exposure, I guess. And it's something that if you can set it up correctly, you can really forget about worrying when to buy. If you're just comfortable with buying every time your pay comes in or comfortable buying every three months, set it up to do that and away you go. The challenge is, Ren, that to do so, you either have to pay brokerage every time that your dollar cost average in, or you need to consider, I guess, how much you're you're putting in and how often. I don't believe personally that there is a broker that has nailed this yet. It's still 
Uh, depending on how often you're buying, it can become quite costly. But we've now seen Comsec Pocket come to market, which is an app by Commonwealth Bank where they have seven different ETFs that you can invest in. And it's $2 brokerage up to a thousand bucks. And I think there's a minimum investment there of not really a hell of a lot from memory. It was 50 bucks, I think. Yeah, 50 bucks. So you can set that up to tick away in the background. Do consider though that $2 seems cheap at face value, but if you're only investing 50 bucks, you know, you need to consider what that means as a percentage. Yeah. The, the other one, well, I mean, Spaceship is, uh, and then Vanguard Personal Investor are also good options. These are options for the investor that is earning a salary and is taking, you know, a hundred bucks a week out of their salary or a hundred bucks a month, whatever it is, and wanting to put that in the market. If you're that person, you don't want to be paying nineteen ninety five a trade or you don't even want to be paying eight bucks a trade. So these micro investing apps are really good for that investor. Now the trade off yeah is that the access is a little bit constrained. Your choice of what you buy is limited, but you can get it for a cheaper price. So it's a really good one to start with, but a lot of people, I imagine, will graduate from micro-investing at some point or have it as an ongoing thing, but then also look to invest with a broker that offers more full access to the market as well. For those of you who haven't heard about the Vanguard Personal Investor, it's a new product that they've just launched, which yeah, I think it's it's good. Again, it's competitive. What it is, is you pay $0 brokerage on Vanguard's ASX-listed ETFs, and this is done through their website. Unsure if they have an app, to be honest, but $0 brokerage on their ETFs and then there is an account maintenance fee of 0.2% but that's capped at 600 bucks a year. So it's a good way to access their ETFs for again zero brokerage. So you know if that's all you wanted to do certainly go and check that out. Second thing to the point around dollar cost averaging Ren, I dollar cost average it's a strategy of mine but again I'm comfortable to pay the 950. I do it every 3 months bang, bang. So it just, it comes down to you as a personal Yeah, investor. same. I've identified a few ETFs and managed funds that I just want to drip feed money into probably for the rest of my life. Well, at least while I'm trying to make some money rather than spend it. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And so, yeah, I do that. But then I also, you know, try and do some individual stocks and stuff on the side. Same as you, I dollar cost average through my main broker and I do it in larger parcel sizes. So, I save up my money a bit and then, yeah, yeah invest yeah. sort of a thousand, two thousand at a time rather than a hundred or two hundred. So, again, it just comes down to personal preference. So, the next sort of investor type is the one that wants all the bells and whistles in a broker, Ren, and we've broken this down into the trader who wants all the bells and whistles and then, I guess, your longer-term investor who wants all the bells and whistles because bells and whistles might be a little different to each. So, if we take the trader as the first one, they're obviously going to want live data. They're going to want charting that is through the roof and allows them to do everything that they can. They, they might actually want exposure to different commodities and currencies as well. And they're going to want you know a platform that really caters to that sort of high-frequency thinking and execution. These are people with dual screens, four screens, a hundred screens, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> watching watching the market more closely. If you want a short-term trade, who would you be looking at? So CMC are a big uh, player in this space. They have a frequent trader program where you can sign up and I guess there's sort of subscription-based models where you can, and same with IG as well, where they offer you all those bells and whistles the more you trade. So they really encourage like, you know, 11 trades a day kind of thing or 30 trades, whatever it is. These sorts of online brokers, those are probably the two big players as well as Saxo Bank as well. They, they play in that space. So if you're interested in that day trading sort of vibe... I think you only said one and then you said Saxo. So you said Saxo, C- CMC, IG. Okay. They all provide that really big platform for trading yeah Yeah. now on the other hand if you want the bells and whistles as an investor and what i think about this is like analyst reports education tools stuff like that maybe uh like model portfolios you'd be more looking at the big banks like kino comsec offer a few of those things anyone else so yeah the big banks all have relationships with morningstar for example so they get all of the morningstar reports come through combank also have some of the investment bank reports coming through for some of the larger companies in on the asx look it's not unsurprising that a majority of the banks have that sort of stuff a lot of the online brokers that's where they kind of fall down with this that's probably why it's a bit cheaper because they don't have the resources and the cost to actually go and do this sort of stuff now next one is one that's way up your alley so i'm going to ask the question and let you riff on this one for a bit what if I want to feel part of a community while I'm investing, aside from this equity well, mates community? Well, good on you. Now, this is an interesting one, and it's something that has been coming through as a value add, I guess, from brokers. So, eToro and SelfWealth are the two that come to mind for this one. SelfWealth, I am part of. Bryce was uh, bragging before that he's in like the top 5% of SelfWealth <laughs> traders or something, like SelfWealth rank you, top 10%. I originally thought this was a bad idea. You get an email every week that kind of told you where you placed, how you'd gone that week relative, very short-term thinking. Very short, it encourages a lot of activity. Yeah, yeah. and that's what it drives. But um, if you can manage that sort of emotion, then it's not bad to kind of just see where you're going relative to... 
if you can manage that emotion or you do well trading short term, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so what both eToro and Selfworth, what they're trying to do is take away the need for you to, I guess, think for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> because Which what- is always a good thing for people <laughs> to do with their money. Because <laughs> what you can do is target people's portfolios or through Selfworth, you can target what they call alignment portfolios. And then it will tell you what you need to buy and sell to align with your target portfolio and with eToro, for example, you can literally do copycat trades where you say, I want to follow this trader, whatever he does, notify me and I can follow suit. So look, it has its positives, it has its negatives. It's not something that I personally do with these platforms. I'm just recognizing that this is now becoming a trend, a value add. And if it's something that is of interest to you, those are the two brokers that do it. And if you want to follow Bryce's portfolio on Self Wealth, it's uh, <laughs> it's forty percent uh, ETFs, forty percent individual stocks, and twenty percent cash that he's taking to the pokies on a Saturday night. <laughs> not true. Again, not true. No, it's forty percent ETFs, sixty percent afterpay. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. That's why you're rolling in money right now. <laughs> and that is also not true. Uh, so Ren. As we said, you know, it's not all about stocks. What if we want to buy more than just stocks? So we're talking commodities, forex is a big one, bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, cocoa, tin. Keep going. <laughs> That's Keep about going. it. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to buy more than stocks, a number of platforms cater to it, but a few we think probably cater to it more. So eToro has some stupid amount of assets, like 5,000 assets. So that's probably going to be your main one if you want to do that. Saxo and CMC, I'm not as familiar with, but I do believe they also offer a variety of assets. Yeah, and what you're seeing as well, they're all, a lot of them are now offering access to the bond market and they're offering access to what are called M funds, which are the ability to buy units in unlisted managed funds. So you don't have to go direct into the managed funds. That's starting to come through now. A lot of information on that on the ASX if you wanted to find out more. And then, yeah, options and warrants and that sort of stuff. So a lot going on, but to Ren's point, eToro, Saxo, CMC, Bell Direct, and then a lot of the big banks as well cover that sort of stuff. All right, last character I guess we're going to play. What if I want to day trade? Then you're listening to the wrong podcast. Well, and no, I guess no. I guess the distinction should be made. We also we already spoke about day trading in terms of all the bells and whistles, the charting, the live data, all that stuff. But I think this is more what if I want to day trade at the lowest possible cost. To explain that, because the frictional cost of paying brokerage every time you move in and out of a trade can add up very quickly. Absolutely, and that is where yeah, you're right, Ren. You don't want to be paying 19.95 per trade if you trading 10 times a day and only clearing 50 bucks a trade like that's pointless in doing that so you want to find brokers that are specifically targeting these sorts of traders and giving you a reward when it comes to your fees to trade more and more and that is again ig cmc bell direct also play in this space but yeah ig and cmc are your two big ones that really focus in on this the more you trade the cheaper it almost becomes and as i said they also have specific trading programs for this i think you missed the two biggest ones though What's that? If you want to trade uh, in and out of stocks at zero commission, well, you got to, you got to isolate yourself to just US stocks. But stake in eToro would be yeah, the, that's a fair call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you want to day trade Australian stocks, to my knowledge, no one will beat IG because 
you'll be trading enough to get $5 a trade. But if you want to do it in the US, Stake and eToro will do it for you for free in terms of moving in and out of positions. So yeah, from my perspective, that would be the way to go. Yeah, nice. So that kind of is a high-level wrap of some of the brokers that are out there at the moment. And hopefully we've been able to cover sort of what investor type you are. As Redden said, we will get this information up on our website for you to take a closer look. But I think the main message from this is what we said at the start. A, don't feel like you need to commit to one broker for life. Play the field and as we've spoken about from our own experience, as you go through your journey of investing, you're likely to also change partners as well. Oh, 100%. But also, the market's going to change. Yeah, like, big time. If you look at what happened in the US 10 years ago, there was this race to the bottom where, I don't know all of their names, but like Charles Schwab, Ameritrade, Robin Fidelity. Hood came in, Fidelity, and they all just had this race to the bottom where they prioritized customer acquisition over revenue, I guess, and... It basically means that now trading in the US is commission-free. And I mean, this isn't really a big call, but I think the same will happen globally. Cost of trade will go down, competitive pressure will rise, venture capital will move into the space, customer acquisition will be prioritised over revenue per trade, they'll find other ways to make money with a large customer base. So I think even if you reckon you've got the perfect broker now, if we asked you again in 10 years, you probably will have changed because... It's likely that everyone's going to improve their offer and new offers will come into the market. Yeah, it's an exciting space. Yeah. Nice one, Ren. Well, always good to chat stocks. Stay tuned because next Monday we're going to be reviving the hypothetical portfolio, equity mates portfolio. What, so, what broker are we going to use for the portfolio? Can't say, Ren. We're under an NDA agreement that we can't talk about <laughs> <laughs> We can't talk about the broker because this is something that uh, we're discussing at the moment. Oh, so. <laughs> is it? Okay. <laughs> so we'll leave it there on a cliffhanger and uh, looking forward to getting stuck into what our portfolio is going to be looking like going ahead. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to Equity Mates Investing Podcast, a production of Equity Mates Media. Please remember that everything you hear in Equity Mates Investing Podcast is general advice only. The content has been prepared without knowing your personal objectives, specific financial circumstances, or goals. The host of Equity Mates Investing Podcast may maintain positions in the companies discussed. Before considering any investment, please read the product disclosure statement and consider speaking to a licensed financial professional. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.